Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Forever Quest. I'm Jeff with Purple Elf Productions. We have a very special guest with us today. But first of all, with us as always is the Purple Elf. Sean, how are you doing? I am truly fantastic, excited about what's going to take place here in a few seconds. And uh, yeah, our guest is uh, is awesome. I'm uh, very excited to ask a bunch of fun questions. Yeah, so our guest came highly recommended from Zaid, who is a popular guest on this show. And Zaid reaches out to me and says, you absolutely have to have uh, Rightisma on your show. And so, Rightisma, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day today and joining us. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I took the day off work, so extra great. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you're EQing all day, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to try to do a 12-hour, maybe more, stream. Uh, how many hours are you on so far? Oh, pff, I just started. I, we're talking like 10 minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you play? Uh, I'm, I'm playing EverQuest 2 right now. Um, so we, me and my friends kind of jumped off the EverQuest 1 Mischief server uh, to move over here because they have a new TLE, which I couldn't even tell you, time locked something. I don't know what the E means, um, <clears throat> but uh, just to try something new. Um, but we'll probably end up back in EverQuest one at some point, probably on the Yellenex server. Did you so play like... EverQuest EverQuest two when it came out? No, no, I've never, I never even heard of EverQuest until like. I was in college and my friend kept my girlfriend kept on trying to get me to play. Um, she's my roommate. And I was like, no, 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 I had to get, you know, I was in school. And then um, <clears throat> it wasn't until I was hanging out with my coworker and saw him playing P99 with some friends that I was like, what is this? And I started playing. So that was back in June of 2021 that I've ever even started playing, made a character or anything like that. Wow. So it's relatively new for you. Very new. Yeah. And I tend to upset because it, it, it seems like a very rare thing for somebody just to pick up EverQuest in this point in time. So a lot of people are, they think I should know everything when I'm just playing with random people and they get very upset at me. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing because they've been playing for 20 years. So I'm like, what, how do you change the, you know, any of the like fonts or character names or just really simple stuff. I have no clue what I'm doing. Yeah, neither one of us could tell you how to do that. So um, don't don't feel bad. <laughs> we, we you know we took a huge break. We played the original EverQuest, but um, you know, we just got back into it. What has it been three years ago now? Uh, Two yeah, years. It was basically when COVID started. Which honestly, the more I've been thinking about it, I think COVID gave. EverQuest a little shot in the arm a bunch of people were like well what do I do now <laughs> they're like well there's this game that takes a ton of time to play that's awesome so <laughs> I do yeah, find it fascinating yeah. go ahead oh I was gonna say like we I ended up having like three day four day weekends so <laughs> yeah I totally see how that is because it's like okay well I have so many days off what do I do now do you have other so things that you are into that are similar to EverQuest um, I mean, I played console video games. I've never really even played PC games that much, except for like The Sims. Um, 
No, I'm usually like outdoors. I like uh, <laughs> doing like some form of like hiking or I'm going to be out in the garage doing like carpentry or weird stuff like that. Kind of artsy stuff, too. Um, but this is this is definitely hooked me. I understand why they call it Evercrack. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that artsy stuff for a second. Do you like uh make art to sell or do you just like to make stuff are you kind of like an engineer mixed with creativity what's that what's that all about um just kind of a doodler like it's i can use it in my job too because I, I work with animals and um you know make their their habitats and stuff so sometimes it's like real 3d stuff like that like trying to do a, a natural environment and work with like you know that foamy great stuff um that people used to like fill gaps in their house yeah you can use that to like make backgrounds and paint them and put plants in them and stuff like that. Um, but I also really like to do chalk art and that's something I do a lot at my job too for like promotional things. Like I'll do really detailed um, like pastels. It, it, it's like a special type of chalk. Um, so you can use a little more colors and get more shading and stuff like that. Um, but I think I've only sold like one piece of artwork for like five bucks. <laughs> most of it most of it i just give away or i do chalk which just washes away because i like that kind of in you have to enjoy it in the moment type thing there's like an impermanence to it which i don't know it's like some weird metaphor for life but you are speaking like my that. language right now i cannot believe the words come out of your mouth like i can't agree with you more when it comes to art like uh I think some of the times one of the most beautiful things is when there's like a beautiful mural and then it gets painted over by another beautiful mural. But like there's that mm -hmm. made the original beautiful mural so nice in the first place because it wasn't there forever. Yeah. Yeah. You appreciate it yeah. a little bit more, I think. So, yeah, there's I mean, there's still cool stuff too, like historic things too. like um, soup was just talking about like cave drawings where there, there's one spot where I guess I need to go see it now where you go hiking, but there's just years and years and layers and layers of people leaving just, you know, there's a lot of dicks and stuff like that drawn <laughs> on the wall, but there's a lot of like stuff from like the 1920s and, you know, then more stuff from like way back, um, you know, like uh, petroglyph type stuff. Uh isn't it so, yeah. weird that like isn't it weird that they were doing dicks so much back in the like way back in the day like that? I think that's the weirdest thing about it is this like the petroglyph how many dick petroglyphs and there are. And V's and chalices, right? Too, right? They did both. There's chalices all yeah. over the place. Yeah. I mean it makes sense to me, but <laughs> just in our nature. Can't help it. What was it? I draw I draw a lot of those on my stream, which gets me in trouble. Wait, do you so. do the chalk art outside? Are you doing like all dicks and chalices out on the streets with your chalk too? <laughs> uh, I haven't done that in a while. Um, I did used to sneak out. Uh, I went to um, Southern Illinois, uh, a university in Southern Illinois, and I'd sneak out in the middle of the night and do chalk art on the walls of the campus. And I didn't do dicks, but I did like... Um, two unicorns having sex that's amazing um, I, there's a lot of unicorn stuff unicorns um dragging their ass and it's their poop being a rainbow and <laughs> so a lot of aqua teen hunger force stuff oh my um, gosh yeah and they always like they had to go like cover up 
everything with like vehicles the next day. Like they would just park vehicles in front of it to try to block it. But sometimes I'd get it in spots that they couldn't, but it was chalk. So it's like, you can just go wash it off. I wasn't actually like graffitiing anything. How hard um, is it to get chalk off? Not, it depends what you use, but I mean, you just spray it down, it's gone. Okay. I was also using charcoal. So <laughs> that takes a little bit more. There was a, I was in an art class and there was, I got a whole group of students together to go hit one of, there's a building that's absolutely ugly um, called Fainer on our campus. And they built it when there's a lot of riots and threats of active shooters. So it was to like divide um, the courtyard, I guess, for like line of sight reasons. And uh, so I was like, I want to make that building pretty. And so we went and hit it with a bunch of, um, it was just silhouettes, but it all related to different um, like fields in the colleges, you know? So it was for the law school, it was the chick with the, the balances and all that. And, Oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's a there was a artist up in the Twin Cities named Hot T who um because he and his friend like got in trouble for doing actual spray paint graffiti, they switched to yarn that they would make huge designs in fences. You know, you've probably seen people oh, do like that, that, right? And he was one of the first mm -hmm. and his were really amazing to the point where he you know became a traveling artist. But is that one of the reasons you would do chalk is because you can't get in as much trouble that way? Because it's not permanent and um, you can't get the same like legal. It's just I actually it's just because what I'm good at. Like I'm not <laughs> I like I try to do paint and that's something I just haven't mastered. Um, but I know what you're talking about with the I've seen people do the the yarn stuff on um, pipes and stuff at my college. They'll like crochet the pipes, which is really cool. Maybe that's kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, basically. But what this guy would do is he would, um, he'd find like a chain link fence and he'd spell like huge words like along the freeway uh, with like using yarn to spell the words by going through the links on certain areas. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, <laughs> Take yeah, some time to get down. It was hot tea because he loved tea. And he said his boyfriend was really hot. And so the two of them together went out and did it. And their group name was Hot Tea. <laughs> hot Tea. I, oh. I want to look that up. Um, so let's talk uh, EverQuest, why don't we? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. This is great. We get off the rails. We always get off the rails. It's part of, it's part of what we like to do. But I want to actually pull it back in by asking you, like, what type of class you're playing right now or and like also what class you started playing and, and do you find those things somehow related to who you are in real life? I think so. So I, in EverQuest 1, I started with a cleric and it, it just, it wasn't as easy like as I thought it would be to like start out, I think, um, because there's so many people depending on you. Right. Um, <clears throat> but it's that idea of healing and, and things like that. Um, I can't, I can't remember exactly what, cause soup was, um, my friend, my coworker and friend was one that kind of helped me decide what I should start out as. I almost think the guys in our fellowship, which fellowship is like, uh, just, a, it's my coworker, his friends and family. And that's how they got me into the game. I think that's just kind of what they pushed me into. They're like, we need a cleric, she can be the cleric. Yep. No, that sounds right. So, if I remember right. Um, 
And from what I hear is like, if there are female EverQuest players, that's usually what they are. Um, and that just might have to be with kind of the nature of females, like nurturing, caring, you know, want to heal people type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so if there was like, I talked about like my, uh, I made a Dungeons and Dragons character like a long time ago. And that's where I had a lot more choice on the type of person I would be and ended up being like a shape-shifting druid with like magical pets or something like that. Yeah. Um, so those are the kind of the characters I like. Um, this time around, well, and because of the stream, the cleric ended up being kind of useful because I could just AFK <laughs> quite a bit. Um, <laughs> I mean, I got yelled at a lot. Uh, I still get yelled at a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, I think there was like one time specifically my friends were fighting and I was like making mashed potatoes in the kitchen I or something. It. I don't know. I love it. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the dirge is what I'm playing now, which is essentially a bard uh, in EverQuest 2. And um, I, I mean, I was kind of pushed into that by the guys too because they said that is something where I can just kind of stand there, play my songs, they'll get the good effects off of me. And if I'm doing headstands in the background or something, it's not going to be a major loss to like DPS and stuff like that. Oh, I see. I see. They're, they're planning out it to their advantage. That's I like this. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Did like, have you seen the spreadsheet? <laughs> so because like trying to plan for EverQuest to with my yes this this famous spreadsheet is coming up on uh on the chat um i actually deleted uh, the whole thing but like the what i'm about to talk about but the group of guys i play with just changed what characters they're going to play like 20 times like our group composition just was constantly changing i think at one point it was like all coercers okay. like we just thought that'd be funny to be a bunch of rotonga co coercers i don't know so um but i like i like the bard that's what my friend used to be in eq1 soup so he can kind of guide me eq2 seems a lot different i'd, I'd i wouldn't know the connection really but or the differences because i didn't play bard but um i'm wondering when, so when you first started playing eq1 because you said it was last summer so it's been about a year for you is that correct Mm -hmm. Okay, so when you first started playing it, what was your emotional reaction? Like, what visceral buttons did it hit? Because you're still playing it, and I'm very curious about this, because again, it's this, this game makes me feel like it's kind of like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like, it was this um, amazing thing when it came out, but now it's still around, but it has like this very small cult following of people who just absolutely adore it. And But you don't get a lot of new people coming in, and maybe that happened with COVID. For you, when you came in, what was it? Because we don't get a lot of this like perspective of somebody who sees it for the first time. And I understand what you're saying about the players. And it would actually be odd because, yeah, a lot of players expect so much of other people because they've all been playing it for so long. And mm -hmm. <laughs> obviously that could be better. But the game itself, I'm very curious what you thought of it. I mean, I, it, it was kind of like. I mean, I like Minecraft, for instance, like so the quality of the game didn't really bug me that much. I, my, uh, 
friend Ruby, uh, Ruby Soho, like she's like, it looks like cardboard. It just looks like cardboard <laughs> paper. And, you know, like this is it what does. all the backgrounds look like. She's like, I can't play this. I can't do this. This is the ugliest thing because she's like playing Red Dead Redemption. Um, but the fact that it is so like, I don't know, like antiquated is kind of funny. Like you see things that just make you laugh that seem so dated i don't know like weird skulls on the walls like being in caves where you can't tell where the hell you're going because it's just all brown the same pattern over and over um but that that makes an element of like scariness and difficulty because you just you can't really differentiate the zones, at least for me. I'm horrible with navigation, so <laughs> it, it makes it way more difficult for me, um, which I find, you know, fun. Like, I can get lost. I can go into a zone and just instantly die. Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, I think you're absolutely right. I think those things are what keep us drawn to the game, too. And we went through the cycle of watching the graphics change, you know, from where they were to what they are now and honestly i think jeff and i both like we play other games too obviously and they they have better graphics um but there's something about the simpleness of it that does bring a different level of uh like you said different emotions to the game than you would normally have yeah yeah and i still like i'm i like miss my character you know like i miss playing the original raitisma like there's just you bond with that thing even though like her like skirt doesn't move right like it looks like taffy <laughs> when she's swimming in the water and um i don't know yeah you just get an appreciative appreciation for it i mean when i was a little kid i was playing these awful like floppy disk games and and things like that and it kind of takes you back to that a little bit so are there any memories that you formed from playing eq1 like a piece of loot you got or a boss that you all finally uh fought that uh is special to you that you can tell us about um so the epic in my first epic i didn't get the epic 1.5 or 2 um that was just a big one for me because there was a lot of cooperation to get that and a lot of struggle because I think we had to get, and I'm horrible with like remembering names and, and things like that, but uh, Bertoxulus's crown or whatever mm-hmm. was like permacamped and it just couldn't get it, you know, to get my epic. And then, you know, all my friends were trying, they were trying to camp it out, trying to get it. Um, but then <clears throat> I think I was like out of town or something, but I, I came home and Soup had got the crown for me. And then as a group, um the the fellowship and i like all ran to like do all the different quests to get to get that clicky to get that epic um and the clicky heels and it's just some of it was like so stupid because there was like one portion of it where you just watch two clerics fight each other with a staff and it takes like an hour for them to kill (laughs) one another and you're just like what is going on like this is ridiculous so that's all like very memorable for me um as far as like fighting mobs um it's all kind of like 
I remember, I can't remember any of their names, but like, um, there was a really like toothy dragon that was just ridiculous looking. <laughs> um, just so many teeth. It was, you can't have that many teeth. It, that was one of the, my most favorite to fight. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, I spent a lot of time staring at a wall when yeah. I was raiding. Yeah. So it's hard to kind of connect with those big mobs like like you would want to um the the giants were always funny to me because they sound just idiotic with her (laughs) uh so i love that i need to get like a sound bite for that and kind of add that somehow um (laughs) the quacking snakes um was just the shishara ssra or whatever that was i don't know why they quack um (laughs) Those were some of my favorites. And fighting, what is that, the Emperor? That that was a cool fight because um, have you ever heard of the Guild Horrible People? Are you aware that like I was playing with them? No. What's, what server, by the way? Where this is on? Mischief. This is Mischief. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Soup found this, this really small guild called Horrible People, and it was run by, um, his name's Grok on Discord. Um, I don't know what his name is. It's, that might be his name in the uh, the X server right now too. Um, but he likes to have these like small guilds, so it is very very challenging to beat these mobs. Like we some nights we just wipe over, excuse me, over and over and over, and can't figure it out. And the <clears throat> the emperor was one of those things. Um, it just took one person making making a mistake and so there was a lot of emotion behind it people getting angry (laughs) yelling rage quitting um and then the chat like (laughs) soup then the chat was um really helpful that that's kind of the cool thing too is because the chat would give us advice i would like hesitantly give our because our guild leader didn't like that i was streaming um (laughs) So I would be like, hey, uh, the chat says um, maybe we should go stand in, in this in this cubby that that might help. And he would actually he would take the advice. And um, some of that stuff is really what helped us finally take him down. So, yeah, that's probably one that is probably the coolest. Standing in the Where- cubby <laughs> is like the go-to move <laughs> so many different yes. fights go stand somewhere where the boss can't well, see especially you for healers yeah especially for the healers just put your head in the corner right. please <laughs> yes what was uh yeah you, my you mentioned people get upset and i gotta know this about you what will make you upset like i because i play a cleric too one of my biggest pet peeves is because sean's the puller so you can imagine the dynamic between us two is i don't want yeah. the group to die and he is just looking to show everybody that he can pull every mob in the whole zone, no problem. <laughs> so yes. I, I, get, I get freaked wait out that minute, way. Wait, like, a minute, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why is it like, look at the hero complex coming out. My goodness. Here we go, folks. It, it's, a, it's an I versus, I want versus he, oh my Lord. Anyways, go ahead, finish your, finish your conversation. So speak to uh, me, Cleric. What are your emotions when you play with other people? Um, I, it's, it's a lot of like, for me, I usually just feel bad. <laughs> like, 
because um i always feel like i'm screwing up um they're like not healing people's pets uh when i was like <laughs> playing with people i didn't know before they're like heal my pet heal my pet <laughs> and uh then i didn't realize like there are some pets you heal some you don't um i i remember when when i very first started playing i was in um oh i can't remember the zone but it some unrest maybe where you're like in a bedroom or the fireplace or yep. all that stuff um that's where i was very like le- trying to level and play by myself the very first time and every time i got aggro on mobs i would just run around in circles and try to run away from it and that made the people that were trying to like save me so upset like the people that are trying to grab aggro <clears throat> i had no clue like what and they're like no stand still and like that didn't make any sense to me i'm like you run away from what's hitting you you know um that took it took a long time so it's and when you screw up and wipe like yeah i don't know i would feel so bad when it was all on me um but i never let that like make me stop playing i don't know that's like kind of how i learn i guess um is when i really really screw up um and i'm stubborn too i'll be defiant be like no i'll i'll do it this way i think this is the right way even though everybody's telling me not don't do do it that way don't do it that way (laughs) and uh then I feel like a huge ass, but hey, I learned a lesson. <laughs> you can always just blame the puller. That's what I say. Just blame the puller. Yeah, yeah. Soup is usually the puller, so I I blame him a lot. Yeah. Um, right now, he is like in EverQuest 2. He refuses to turn the mobs. So <laughs> I have to keep on running behind them. And then they can't keep the aggro either. So they're constantly like flip-flopping which way they go and... Um, that is my biggest struggle, but I like that. <clears throat> that keeps me more active, like playing the game. If if I could just stand there and just hit a button over and over that, you know, like chain healing sometimes is, um, that can kind of get boring. Now chain healing is highly stressful when you're in a raid thing. So that, that is more exciting. Yeah. Jeff hates the chain heal. We're past that point right now. <clears throat> In, in our guild but um i, I refused to switch i so i made uh i have a druid a cleric and a shaman because i'm also a healer <laughs> mm. yeah i know it's weird <laughs> so um i had the shaman for a while and then uh i wanted to play cleric more because that's where that's my like soul animal but the problem is I, I hate rot chains like stop it i'm not doing that stupid thing so i literally did not switch to my cleric until we were past planes of power because that's when the rot chains end. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 The chain healing sucks and it just starts so many little arguments. Um, it's, it's just the yeah. most, it's the, to explain this to everybody who's listening, I'm sure a lot of you already know this, but you're basically timing out so you all do a complete heal like every three seconds, two seconds, second and a half. How, four seconds however you need it and you set up this whole mechanic so it's almost like you're just a gear and you're setting up like four clerics as four gears and you need to all move precisely together but you're doing the most simple task in the world but sometimes you have to do it Mm -hmm. for a long time and you have to do it perfectly when we fought rnr i I can't rnr that dragon uh i think that was 45 minutes to an hour oh my goodness because uh, just because that guild is so small and that's what we had to do 
And so we use uh, that Gina program yeah. that tells you, it gives you kind of a little heads up to like heal here. Um, when I was in faceless chain healing, they use the alerts that are in the game, which is a little bit different. But yeah, it's like, it's like everybody's passing a bucket of water to constantly keep a bucket of water on that fire. Um, but instead, it's just to keep that tank healed. Um, and it's you you can't look away for a second right and it's it's, it's a skill intense, but, it's, but also boring yeah it's a completely <laughs> different type of skill it's like the hurry up and wait skill that you hear people need to develop like to be able to ready to perform on a dime but you have to just sit there and wait it's like a weird it's a weird thing and uh i don't like it <laughs> yeah yeah i have a one of my old bosses tunes in sometimes um and he likes to play tanks that's his game but every time he tunes in and watch the stream he's like oh you're just staring at a wall again. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he doesn't understand it at all. Um, because he's never played EverQuest. So yeah, for people who've never even seen it before, it is they do not understand it at all, you know. It took me some time too to to even understand how the timers work too. But how'd you get involved with uh, Faceless? How'd I get involved with Faceless? Yeah. Um, so I think I think Zay just caught the stream oh. and I think he reached out to Soup first because Soup is way more knowledgeable in the EverQuest stuff. So, um, <clears throat> and uh, we also had uh, some players like Arsenic uh, was watching the stream and he's with Faceless and was just trying to get us to join. Um, so we kind of just built a relationship with, with those people and people in, the, in that guild. And um, we really wanted to see the kind of end of game, like the end of Planes of Power and like the Omens of War content, because um, Omens of War is something Soup hasn't seen before. Um, so, you know, Zaid offered to, you know, hey, you can join and see this stuff and raid with us. And, and that was really cool. Um, am I, what's, was there something in between Omens of War and Planes of Power? Yeah. yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, Yo, Gates you. of Discord, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, and like to see all that stuff too. I was having like a complete brain fart there. Um, so that was that was all like cool to see those mobs. It, it was a much different experience raiding with them though, because you can it, usually it'd take us like three four hours to raid with horrible people, and like with faceless, you're like, oh, we're done in an hour. And <laughs> It's a crap ton of loot. What the hell? Ridiculous. Like it's ridiculous. They're ridiculous. They're absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, we forced what anguish last night, just as a as a understanding. So, did you make it all the way? Did you did you guys see anguish and and did you did you see the end mobs? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, soup didn't. I was I I caught your podcast because I did the uh, when Omens of War dropped. I was doing that uh that two day raid with Faceless. Oh, that's awesome. So for Ma Mata or yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So like hearing you guys talk about that was like, oh, yes, that zone that looks like a giant vagina that is impossible <laughs> to navigate, which is much real to life, I think, for a lot of guys. Um, so true. it's Preach. yes, it's always, <laughs> guys, it's always lower than you think. It's always lower than you think, everybody. Yes. 
Well, here, can I just say something really quickly? Just ask. Like, it's okay to ask and to not know. I'm serious. Yes. Well, because people are different too. Like, just ask, man. Be okay Talk with it. I, I know everything. I'm a man. <laughs> no, you don't. You, you don't, don't get this. You know. Uh, this is also okay. an educational podcast. Absolutely. Um, did you stream? Yeah. Uh, so, did you stream the two-day launch? And by the way, what is the stream? Where can uh, people find you on Twitch? Um, so yeah, I think it's just twitch.rightisma.com, maybe some slashes in there. I mean, just Google Rightisma Twitch, it'll, it'll pop up. And everybody, that's um, R-H-Y-T-I-S-M-A. Yeah, it is a... Yeah, go ahead. You know it is. It is a fungus. Mm-hmm. What was that, Sean? That, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, I was going to ask Jeff if he actually knew what that was. But I know, I, it's I, a fungus, Sean. Oh, when when I first started playing, um, one of the viewers, I mean, the viewers all love to roast me, but a guy just comes on and goes, what's up, tar spot? Because he looked <laughs> it up and found out what kind of the common name for that fungus. I mean, it's just if you see little black spots on leaves, that's right, Tisma. Mm-hmm. So not an attractive fungus, but I uh, I'm into mushrooms and all that um, for some some obvious reasons, some not so obvious. Uh, <laughs> um <laughs> But I thought that was a, a pretty name for whatever type of avatar I was gonna be playing. When your so first I like to find out. A druid, so it all it all kind of lines up. Your first character being a druid, like D, yeah, like D yeah, exactly. style. Yeah, yeah. I think I had like little mushrooms on her too, in some way. <laughs> num, so, num, num. Just nibble, nibble, nibble. Yeah. Yeah, you can, on my Instagram, I actually have the character sheet where uh, I did a little hand drawing of her, a very awful hand drawing. I'm not good at drawing people. And what's your Um, Instagram? Is that also Rightisma? Yeah, yeah, it's Rightisma underscore EQ, I think. Um, And then I have like uh, an Instagram that's all my like nature posts where you can actually see the mushrooms I like to go out and find and, and other animals. And that's Renee Nature. <laughs> so try to make it as difficult as I'll, possible. I'll put the links in the description, everybody. If you want are to you, check these out, just look in the show notes. Are you a fan yeah. of uh, of Paul Steinitz? Do you know Paul uh, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Oh, you have to look up Paul Stamets. P-A-U-L-S-T-A-M-E-T-S. You if you like mushrooms, you are gonna love Paul Stamets. S-T-A-M. M E T S. E T S. Okay. He is a mycologist. Oh, I wonder. There's, I, so I actually got my master's in plant biology. And uh, when I was at a, a conference up in Edmonton, in Canada, there the mycologists were the weirdest people. Um, <laughs> and I wonder, I'm kind of wondering if it isn't that guy that you might be talking about because I'm, I'm horrible remembering names and faces and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think he had like, he was like this 50 year old man with like blue hair and like Crocs and leggings. And I, I had no idea what was going on with him, but um, he obviously likes other types of mushrooms. Yes. Um, I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's into the whole, the whole, well, one of the things just briefly, one of the things he figured out was that, I think believe it's oyster mushrooms can like for an oil spill, for instance, if there's an oil spill, they will eat the oil and what they when they're done doing that, taking it out of the soil, there it's not there's no toxin in the actual mushroom. Like you can eat the mushroom. 
Oh, that's wild. So there's like these, all these different fascinating things that he's figuring out about what they can do be, because they're, they are in between organisms, right? They, they're not this or that. That's they're their the, own I'm thing. an animal. Right. Yeah. And they like communicate with each other, like almost like computers because they have a big underground network. Is the, the underground network of mycelium is actually what the mushroom is. The stuff you see popping up that looks like a penis is basically their penis. Like that is their sexual organs. Their, their main parts are all underneath the ground. Right. And, so. and they, they help communicate between things too, right? Like between dirt and plants, things like this. Exactly. Yeah. Plants hook up to awesome. them and get nutrients and things like that too. Yeah. Super cool. Now, Sean, I know you yeah. probably don't think I know what you're talking about, but I saw Avatar and um, <laughs> I plan on seeing the next two as well. So I know what's up. Yeah, that's right. Good job. Good job. Um, aren't they starting to use uh, mushrooms for microdosing to help people deal with PS, uh, PTSD and stuff like that? Yeah, it's microdosing is, I, I guess they're trying it for a bunch of things. I always heard it was uh, good for people with cluster headaches. Yep. Something like that. The, so. I think it, I, they're using ketamine, I think, for PC, PTSD. Really? I know, I know. Isn't that called the yep. K-hole? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get stuck in the K-hole, do you? Or is it cool to get stuck no, in the K-hole? I mean, we're talking about extremely small amounts. I Look, I'm not doing this. I can't speak to it. I just, I live in California, so I hear about this stuff all the time. Yeah. I'm always hesitant with that stuff. <laughs> you basically walk down the street and you fall in a K-hole when you're in California? You're constantly looking out? Uh, no, no, but they, all the, like, if there's a, going to be a place that is going to be trying to, you know, make it happen, it's going to be here, right? There's going to be people who are doing that quote unquote experimentation. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think of like all the people who like, you know, came to, you know, North America, obviously not the first ones here, but then like kept moving West. And it's like almost like the most adventurous people who just can't stop exploring, all eventually like ended up right there in like the Bay Area, just like frustrated they couldn't go anymore. So they started exploring other things, you know, other than land. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be... How we can see? How can we see things that aren't even actually there? Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some some of that was happening far before California, though. I mean, that goes back, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why Santa Claus exists, right? Yes. The, yes. the Amanita mushrooms or whatever, the red and white. Yes, I've heard that. And oh, well, I mean, some people claim it's like why the, what the Bible actually is about too. Yeah, yeah. I've done way too much of that in high school. Oof. I, uh, I was a crazy kid. Bible so. or mushrooms? Uh, I did a lot of mushrooms and a lot of LSD. Yeah. So yeah. if that explains anything. <laughs> oh, your mind is open? Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Yeah, there's I went to school like in this little country, like podunk town. Um, so there wasn't much else to do. And somehow we could get like every drug under the uh, sun. So <laughs> that was I would drop LSD in the middle of class, um, mainly <laughs> film class. So, uh, nice. yeah, I don't recommend that, though. Yeah. <laughs> So when, how did, when you came to EverQuest 2, pulling it back in once again, you went way out there? Yeah. <laughs> um, what, I mean, I know you haven't been into it for too, too much, but tell us a little bit about the differences, um, the graphic differences, the playability. Can you speak to that a little bit? Between EverQuest 1 and 2? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, the graphics. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm looking at my character right now and she's just absolutely frightening. I, her skin looks like this, like a scrotum. Like it's, there's no like life behind her eyes. Like, and even with like the graphics being a lower quality in EverQuest one, like the characters looked better. Um, the the art direction and i'm kind of like parroting soup is just horrible in this game um but it still is i like the landscapes more um although in everquest one they're like funny it's like why are there just like <laughs> sporadic dandelions just coming out of this flat green surface you know uh you can get stuck on weird geometry and, and do weird things, um, which I don't know. I haven't really experienced that in those little tricks in EverQuest 2, like you can do in, in EverQuest 1. Um, kind of working around it. Uh, but so it's almost, it, it's almost kind of like the same, you know, because the, the graphics quality is worse in EverQuest 1, but it's fun. Um, EverQuest 2, the graphics quality is hideous. But that's also fun. Um, I don't know. The the characters are just absolutely scary. And Soup keeps on making his look worse and worse and worse. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Ruby Soho has made... I don't know. She can make anything look so sexy and so hot. And she has taken a barbarian, named her Barbie. And it is this, like, hot milfy mama-like character. So... Mm. I think if you've got the talent, you can make it look really, really good. Um, and that's fun. I, I like that you have that ability to really kind of play and, and tweak stuff more in this game. Um, as far as like the playability, I I am really liking EverQuest 2 because I like all the questing. It's kind of stuff uh, I can do on my own more. Yeah. And that might be because I'm a bard too. Um no, you're right. I, EverQuest one. One of the problems is like, no, it's called EverQuest, and nobody quests. You grind. Yeah. <laughs> you don't quest. You grind. You find a camp and you grind. <laughs> yeah, and I enjoy that sometimes. Like I, I really miss playing EverQuest one right now, but I, I can't figure out a way to split my time between two MMOs and like actually get any sleep. Because mm-hmm. um, I'd like, I would really like to go raid with Faceless, like maybe one night a week, but. I can't keep my character up and have, I barely have any AAs, um, the alternate advancements. Uh, so yeah, I just focus on this. Um, but I did, I did create a shaman called Pertisma. Um, the last time I did a 12 hour stream and that was in EverQuest one. And I just was walking around, uh, what is that? Bashir or that's the race. What's the town? Uh, they're on the Gosh. moon. It's in Luckland, but I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. It's called the Litter Box, Charval. I think. Oh, yeah. Charval. Yeah, the Litter Box. It's called the Litter Box. Um, oh, we need, to t- we, but, uh, we need to talk to you about our idea of how to make EverQuest better. Remember that oh, before God, we no. move, on, move on. You want to hang up right oh. now, Ritisma. You want to jump out right now. You want to be like, deuces, it's been a pleasure. Speaking really, of deuces. This. Let me uh, hit you with my whereabouts. I mean, there's I, there's one guy that was in our chat that, like, I think he makes his own servers. 
Nice. Yeah. And stuff like that. And he had something that was really cool. I wish I could remember it now. Um, but it's possible. So I'll hear you out. Okay, well, let's All get right. into it. I said we get into yeah. it, Sean. Okay, so because you seem mm -hmm. like a pretty open-minded person, a creative. It seems like you like to explore new things and you can see things from different angles. And I appreciate that because I think this is a underexplored angle in the video game space and the MMORPG space. And I do think that EverQuest needs something to kind of bring it to the next level because it is this amazing game, but it's, you know, it doesn't have a lot of new people coming in. So how can we do that? Well, one thing that we all do in this world is we all have bodily functions, but nobody talks about it very much. It might go back to your idea of death, right? You talked about like how art being non-permanent makes us reflect on death. And a lot of people say that bodily functions make us reflect on death. And that's the reason people don't like to talk about it. But what if we start talking about it more and we say, hey, these people, these characters we have in EverQuest, they have to do other things too, not just eat. They have to take care of other things. And so... Sean and I are basically game designers now where we're trying to, because not only can we present this idea, like what if you have to avoid yourself, but how do you yeah. do it? How do you actually introduce the mechanics? So, okay. So for example, like there's two types of relieving yourself, right? So we're thinking like number one, you could do it like in the middle of a fight. I mean, you could go off and do your thing, but you could also do it in the middle of fight. And these have to be timed, right? Like, so, so you could, number one, you could do number one. Right, right. you could do number one in the middle of a fight. But then we're thinking, like, maybe that hurts your charisma. Like, if you start walking around with, like, yellow stained, like, cloth. Yeah. Like, your robe has yellow stains and it smells like, you know, smells bad. All of a sudden your charisma starts dropping because you don't take the time to leave camp and go do your business. What do you think? Yeah. I unless like that. Unless you're a troll. Right. So now we're saying, what if you oh. make it even more complex and trolls are like, no, I like you more now because you have yellow, like, or maybe ogres. I don't know, but we're just thinking you got to put more complexity into it and not just in so maybe certain races or whatever kind of are cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this, so, uh, my dirge will like puke on people. Oh, like really? I've seen that. So, I mean, mm -hmm. like, the food has yeah. to go somewhere. The so we're in agreement that the food has to come out somewhere. It could be puke. The food has to come out somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. now, I mean, this is right up my alley. So now we have more, <laughs> uh, more thoughts here and I'm glad you're on board so far. Okay. So now yeah. you also have number two, which you can't do during a, f while you're fighting. I don't think, or at least we haven't really explored that. Right. By the way, Sean, I think I've that been... can be more of a trick thing. A tr like, <laughs> when... Certain classes, certain classes, certain classes. A monk. So I had this this problem of my bags like getting way way too full whenever, <laughs> especially when I was you know um, grinding. So I would just leave like what I called little ritisma turds everywhere, mm -hmm. and they were just me dropping junk loot all over the place, and it just looked like little piles of crap everywhere. Yes. So you could just leave little loot bags, but those aren't, yes. those are poop bags. They aren't loot bags. I love this. And if okay. somebody picks it up like a shiny, there you go. <laughs> okay. All right. So then we're like, okay, but how long does it stay? Right? Is this something that will just poof eventually? Um, do we have certain like almost like people who help the server out kind of like mods who actually come in and clean up after everybody and they get free chrono for that? Or how do we take care of what we're leaving in the world. Or let's go back to number one. Let's say everybody's swimming through a river and everybody decides to do it at the same time. Does anything happen to that river, you know? Oh, that'd be great. 
I got two things yeah. to add here. The Vashir are definitely going to eat it. That's part of their deal. They eat the uh-huh. eat whatever's out there because that's cat, <laughs> that's a cat too. If so, don't let them in the house because they're right. they're going to ruin all your your belongings, all your carpentry. Yep, they're going to piss it all up. So yeah, and I think every time I think during fights, if you there should be like a specific type of blow called like a body blow or a gut shot, and if you get that, if it actually hits you, <laughs> then you. It's it's like an explosion off the backside that causes yes. you know, possible damage and or maybe like a debuff to anybody that's behind you. So like yes, I, that's exactly stuff, what I was thinking. Disease, yeah, like disease, sprayed. Yeah, disease cloud. Oh, that's the best. Okay, then finally, um, what about poor Zade in this whole equation? The poor raid leader who's trying to organize everybody, but then all of a sudden everybody shows up and not everybody took care of their business before they showed up. Like, what? how does this change the dynamic of a, you know, you can't be in a dragon, but now you have everybody in this tight little stinky cave and now you have other things they need to do. Like, what type of, what, how does Zade control oh this? I got this oh, one. I got this one. Here's how it goes exactly yes. like this. Clear comms, clear comms, clear comms right now. Clear comms. <laughs> who, I want to know right now who who shit themselves during that last fight. <laughs> we wiped, we, we almost wiped because someone, sh- who forgot to take a shit before we started the battle? We've talked about this. I put it in chat before the raid started. We wiped because no one wiped. Okay, you see? <laughs> that would... That was perfect. Perfect. We did it. All right, we got through yeah, there's, the There's so much potential there. Like, you can't... I don't know. I think there should be a decay timer, though. Like, if, you know, like, where I'm out gathering and stuff, if I decide to go out, like, it should decay over time. I agree. I think it should turn like, into mushrooms. Ooh. That would be fantastic. I think the number really- one should... um should just be gone immediately it doesn't decay but it kind of poisons whatever it hits a little bit whether it be a body of water or a patch of grass like not not big damage but if everybody keeps doing number one on the same little patch of grass it's gonna die yeah yeah Ooh, shot me this <laughs> <laughs> is actually shiny well, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry to do that to everybody on your stream, right, Tisma? I'm sure your stream numbers just got cut in half, and I would like to sincerely uh, apologize to everybody. I think they love it. <laughs> I think they do. Soup is against everything, so don't listen to him. Um, <clears throat> he's into everything I or against everything I enjoy, so that's uh, to be expected. Um, but how far are you into the? EQ2 journey? Did you literally just start it up today or what level are you all? What's happening? Um, so we started it when it launched, um, which was very fun trying to get on. And then like the next day, like we uh, we all played um, all day, uh, but I'm at level 42 right now. <clears throat> My trade skill is very, very low though. So um, I kind of planned on doing a little bit of that today. Um, but we've just we've been taking our time like we're not rushing to to raid or anything like that um our guild is kind of a sad state of affairs so we wanted to name our guild uncomfy (laughs) and we we go to the place where you like submit the name and i guess because it has hum in it that you can't really use that even if it's spelled C-O-M, yeah, I guess there's too many tweaks and things like that. 
So we had a list of names that the the Twitch viewers had kind of suggested. Um, and we were kind of going through those, but one that our friend suggested was Tragic Ass. <laughs> <clears throat> they accepted that. But yeah. not uncomfy. And they're not uncomfy. So we're stuck with the name Tragic Ass. We, a couple of us actually peti petitioned the admins or um, whatever you call it at EQ2, like, hey, like, can we please just use this name? Like, now we're stuck with this one that seems way more offensive. And I guess maybe ass is okay because there's assassins. Okay. That's the only thing I could think. And um, they just sent us back, like, a, a boilerplate message, yeah. like, no, that's just how it is, but you can pay to change your name. Okay, <laughs> of course. <clears throat> so, um, but once we hit, most of us hit 50, we're going to start rating a little bit. Um, and there's, on that spreadsheet, kind of got all the Twitch viewers, the fellowship user, viewers, and that way we can all kind of know, you know, who's what class to group up with. Um, and just kind of been playing around with each other like that, um, getting together to do heritage quests, to open up our houses to everybody and let people destroy them. I had a Wolverine <laughs> in my house the other day from somebody. Um, <clears throat> Wait, what do you mean from somebody? Somebody brought a Wolverine in your house and let it go? Yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah, there's a... So I actually took a, a book or a page out of you guys' book because I really liked it. Um where you have uh, like the best screenshots type deal okay. and you post the funniest, best screenshots. Yeah. So I made a, a screenshot channel in the Rightisma discord and um, somebody posted a picture there of where they had put uh, one of the little robot guys in my house and a Wolverine in my bed. <laughs> <clears throat> but That's I mean, such a good troll. It's appropriate. I mean, if you're going to be in bed with me, you better be a Wolverine. I don't know. That was, <laughs> that was kind of my joke. Um, but yeah, somebody actually got me my cat. They found a cat that looks like Aww. my actual cat and put it in there. What kind of um, cat do you have in real life? What's your kitty like? I, I just have two black cats. Um, one's evil. One is mentally challenged. So Aww. Does the um, evil one thippity-pap you and scritchity-scratch guests and stuff like that? Uh, he's really nice to everybody but me. He likes to destroy all my belongings. Oh, so sure. I have to have everything double sticky taped to the counters. Um, yeah. He's, uh, he's fun, but he likes to break things. He's, uh, so like, cause I work with bugs and somewhat of an entomologist. He's destroyed a, <laughs> a couple of my collections just cause I put them in bad spots. It's, it's my fault, but he also was to blame for knocking them over and shattering everything. <laughs> but I still love him. So, but now he's in my house destroying things in uh, EverQuest too. So that's great. Probably pissing on everything. <laughs> yeah, making all the grass die. You, uh, yeah. You mentioned trade skilling earlier, and we have not played EverQuest two for a very long time. And as part of the show, we're eventually gonna have to just to you know round out what the EverQuest experience is for everybody. But um. I remember trade skilling being very different between the two. Can you talk about that a little bit and whether you think it's better or worse or just how it's different? Um, it's, it's probably just kind of different, but it, it feels more like a game because as you're, you go, it's like what I'm doing right now is just gathering items for trade skilling, um, which is pretty fun. I think just 
if if you are going to do trade skilling for a day, you put on some fun music and you kind of explore um, these different areas, looking for items to to mine trees, different things like that. Um, <clears throat> turquoise is one that I seem to need a lot um, for what I'm doing. But then you go back to um, the city and they have kind of the trade skilling area, the bank and like the merchant on on the same spot. So that's handy. You don't have to run all over the place. And um, as you go to the certain tables, like if I'm going to make spells, I go to this special looking table. If I'm going to make food, I go to the oven, stuff like that. Um, it's almost like a game. So you have durability and progress. And you have three spells for each of those things. And the the spells kind of interact differently with each other. Sometimes if you progress, it can knock down your durability and things like that. So um, <clears throat> you kind of just have to watch because you'll have problems. Like when you're cooking food, it'll be like, oh, there's too much steam. So you have to hit. Um, and it just has little like uh, macro buttons to know to kind of tell you which button to hit yeah. to like repair that. Um, but you have to be quick about it and catch it. Otherwise crafting your item fails. Uh, and you, you get all your items back, but you have to start all over. Sometimes you don't get all your item, every item back. Um, so that makes it more fun than kind of EverQuest one where you, Oh, it's so hard to find and mine all your items. Um, a lot of people just end up buying them, which kind of takes the fun out of it. Um, and then you just kind of sit there and hit craft all and, and a, just, and a lot of times the stuff you make is garbage is another thing. It's kind of like the problem with some of the quests in EverQuest one is it's way better to just go fight some na named mobs and get that gear instead of doing this long quest to get this piece of gear, unfortunately. But, um, so yeah. in EverQuest two is the stuff you make like useful. Can you actually make armor? That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the armor I'm wearing right now was made by uh, Kurska. So uh, he's one of our, I believe he's a Shadow Knight. That character is a Shadow Knight. Um, but he's made me two of my armor sets. And so it's good, you know, if you have a friend who is way higher higher level than you. <laughs> um, I'm really behind in trade skills, so everything I make is, is crap. But um, you can go sell it at the broker kind of like the bazaar or um eq tunnel or the common land tunnels and all that and make some plat you know off of that because there's lower level characters that are coming into the game that need that stuff and pay pretty good like that was one thing uh ruby soho was talking about i was like oh i was selling all this like low level stuff it went quicker and for more than my high level because huh. people are coming in New that really need that stuff. Wait, is EQ two booming? Right? Have, I, did COVID start the EQ one boom, and now <laughs> the EQ two boom has started? I think so. Oh I, it seems goodness. like this is a pretty busy game. Really? Yeah. I mean, when you go to like zone into an area, there's usually always at least two or three picks. I always thought it was you dead know? these days. That's interesting to hear. Um, yeah. It's this server. This is far soon. It seems pretty good, but I, what do I know? So <laughs> like, so new to this stuff. If, if um, uh, there's people out there who haven't ever played EverQuest 2 and wanted to try it, how, how would you go about getting the game itself? How do you go about playing EverQuest 2? So I just, you make a Daybreak account and you're going to have to pay what, $15 a 
a month for that. But that, if you play EverQuest 1, EverQuest 2, whatever, it covers all those games. I think it covers some other games, too. Um, then you just get Steam, download it on there, and um, start playing from there. And you just pick, you create your character, then pick your server, which is a little nerve-wracking. Because you're like, oh, am I making this character right? You know? <laughs> um for for the specific server uh but yeah and then you start on a uh, i can't remember what island you start on now like a beginner island is it like a tutorial island or something basically yeah you start in a tutorial item and do all these little quests so you get the the hang of the mechanics and it's all stuff that you can solo for the most part um and yeah, that what the heck is that in the distance? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to follow it. Uh, but yeah, uh, and that's that's kind of fun getting used to that. And you can get a little bit of gear there and, and do, you know, you don't have to do all the quests before you leave. I lost it. Now, another thing um, I remember very fondly about EQ2 is the guild halls and the houses. I just got into that. I re- would remember I would spend entire days or spend a lot of my resources just to, like, put up cool sconces. And, like, I got into the building my place. And can you remind me how that works? And, like, do you have a guild hall already? How does all that stuff work? I've only heard about the guild hall at this point. But I know that you can go there and that's where you can put all your trade skill items and then everybody can share those items i believe do you have a house though right now i do have a house does everybody have a house how does that work yeah yeah um, i don't know that you have to have a house it's something you go buy and like um pay rent on now you're making me wonder where my guild hall is like i want to (laughs) go like find it and see like what the heck that's all about <clears throat> so but did, yeah did you bling out your house like would you spend a whole day just like deciding how to build it or do, what do you start with just like a little two by you know what do you what do you get yeah you just start out with uh basically like it, it depends where you get your house like mine is just a couple rooms at lion's mane which is like in kind of the central kanos district uh kanos capital district however um one of our members Coldheart, had um a house that was an in, it was an entire zone in everquest one oh soup what zone was it let me see if he can tell me in chat um but yeah you could you could run through this entire everquest one zone in everquest two and that's actually it's it was unrest Yes, yes. I was just talking about unrest earlier. Um, So you have the the haunted house. You have all the underground caves and all that. Um, And that was really cool. Like, it costs real money. You have to go use your daybreak points or or real cash, and you can buy this house. Um, But the the other ones, you just pay with the plat or the gold that you you make in the game. yeah, so awesome. that was cool. <laughs> um, I'm wondering if at this time we can turn it over to your Twitch audience. And it doesn't have to be questions for Sean and I. It can literally be your Twitch audience being like, Rightisma, tell this story. Or it can be them asking you questions. I'm just wondering if maybe Sean and I back off now and uh, 
we let the uh, Twitch stream kind of dictate uh, how we end up here. Yeah, yeah, I've I've been totally ignoring chat. So <laughs> well, now now it's time to pick out the favorite questions you see, and us three will just field them then. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys have any questions? There is a little bit of a lag. Noodle <laughs> says, oh, no, we have to have questions. <laughs> well, while you're looking through uh, their questions and picking some out, Sean, I have to ask you, are you getting an itch right now? A um, little bit, a little bit. Um, you know, <clears throat> I probably am one of the only people, and I don't even know if I should admit this, but I actually liked EverQuest 2 better than EverQuest uh, when we switched over back in the day. And, and it might have been just because of the bad taste that was left in my mouth after the way that... Um, everybody left EverQuest 1 to go play uh, World of Warcraft. But um, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And, it, and it's maybe because that's, I had the most time to play in my, at that time in my life. And um, that, you know, we were in a, a decent guild that did a lot of fun stuff, um, even though the, the leader was oftentimes extremely wasted. <laughs> that's true. It's funny. Uh, that was so a resist the dark side eq1 for life <laughs> that's funny All right, well, that's we, you, you and i actually became guild leaders for a while in that in that era and it was Oof. i just remember thoroughly enjoying that well hopefully that uh gave you some time there rightisma to see your uh, twitch stream maybe throw out some suggestions they have just brought up all the moments where I have failed. Yeah, let's, <laughs> so talk, let's that do they it. want me to talk yes, about. Yes, because they, um, they know they know the best story. So let's listen to them. So I think this is on uh, my YouTube. I, Twitch, I got banned on Twitch uh, for seven days for some of my drawings. Um, oh, that was so, you? I heard uh, about you. Yeah. That was you? It yeah, looked, they, yeah, it looked like a D. Uh, a what? A oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a lot of things. There was a cow, there was <laughs> boobs, and there was a, a dick. Um, and it's still, the clip is still on Twitch. They didn't take that down, but they took down all my other videos. Um, and I've had issues trying to upload them. I'm not sure what's going on. So it's pretty much all on YouTube, but that is also a mess because um, I have not had a lot of time to, to do that. But if you want to see, um, I think it's it's called Siren's Grotto. Um, I can't swim. Like, water makes me have, like, a panic attack in-game. Wait, like, what? Like, I feel like I'm... In-game? I feel, I feel like I'm... Huh? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to make you feel weird, but I haven't heard this before. You're saying if, you, if your character does something in-game, it freaks you out personally. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, 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 I'm sorry to, to put a laser point on it that much. I just had to make sure I understood no. you right. It's very interesting. Yeah, that's completely fine. No, like it's, it's water. It seems to be always water specifically. Like I will sometimes hold my breath in like real life. Yeah. And it starts making me really panicky. Um, and so like, and then the timer that, when you're drowning, yeah. like also causes me like a lot of anxiety knowing my character's like, like about ready to die. Um, so I have a hard time with that. And I just am horrible in navigating in those 3d, you know, senses in EverQuest one, like <laughs> going into first person mode. I always knock myself out of first person and then can't get it right. Um, so when we were in Siren's Grotto, you, you have this like column of water, 
um, that you have to swim down. You jump down this well and swim down. And, um, you know, the guys all want you to like stay on one side to kind of avoid these, these mermaids or sirens. And somehow I ended up like hopping out of the water because I'm awful and aggroing all of them. Yeah. Um, which ended up killing our entire group. And this happened more than once, if I can remember. And then we were trying to pull the bodies to heal or for me to res everybody. And I'm like, they're screaming at me to res them. And I'm like, I don't see your bodies. I don't know what you're talking about. And it turns out that I had hide all corpses on yeah. as a player. <laughs> um, so there was a lot of yelling there. Um, they also were telling me not to run in and drag the corpses. And I, I'm stubborn and uh, pretty sure I was doing that. I can't remember what else. It was just... It was a nightmare, and the the guys in the fellowship refused to ever go back there again um, after that. So, uh, but that was that was probably one of one of our fondest memories and funnest times was just continually wiping in Sirens Grotto because I'm an idiot. Um, let's see. Oh, I do have a viewer that's asking if you guys have ever seen Blood In Blood Out. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, it's I think it's some 80s movie. Um Ruby Soho is reminiscing about the uh foot jello incident. Do you in blood in blood out? No, no, in uh in my stream. Oh. So there was a point in time where I don't know why we were talking about jello, but I was like, oh, it would feel so good just to like put your feet in jello. Like that has to be like a really neat sensation. Okay. And Ruby Soho went very quickly because she is a moderator on my channel and made a challenge, like a channel points challenge yeah. for me to put my feet in jello. Nice. Which could easily get me banned from Twitch as well because they have some weird thing about feet, even though this was completely like non sexual. Um, and one of the viewers immediately redeemed it. So I made a. Uh, giant very deep rainbow casserole of jello so it kind of had a white layer between each color layer and <clears throat> as we are fighting kadisha uh raiding one <laughs> night um i was standing in a casserole dish full of jello with a camera on it so everyone could see um just wiggling my toes in the jello and uh, i think we ended up beating kadisha uh during that very like it was a very intense fight um which there's pictures of the jello afterwards in instagram destroyed uh the, well so the jello some of it was kind of okay so that actually stayed in my fridge for Come maybe on. a month or so and they kept they kept on having me eat it no oh man um during that time it, it hit a point where i was like no i can't there's like liquid in the bottom of this i can't eat it anymore guys we're not we're not doing this as a challenge anymore um and you said it was a deep dish so we're talking about a large container of jello how long did that take you to make uh that took me like an entire kind of day um to make which is actually where the breakdance challenge spawned because 
I was trying to break dance while I was like waiting for layers of jello to cool. And I like <laughs> fell on my neck and I managed to get that on Snapchat, which is also in the Instagram, um, me doing that. So, uh, people have an opportunity to try to get me to break dance during the streams too. Um, which I'll pull out the cardboard and I'll do my best, but what kind usually of animals like go flying like backspins or what are we talking here? <clears throat> Yeah, backspins, and I, I just kind of like look up on YouTube different moves, yeah. and I, I do my best. Once, um, so. when I was growing up, uh, I took a break. I w grew up in like a very rural area as well, central Michigan, Heartland, Michigan, just like all farmland. And um, at our local like library, nice. somebody came in like on a Saturday and did a break dancing <laughs> lesson, and I was one of the kids who like went to it. And then when I went to like uh, Easter or whatever at the relatives, I they're like, "Show us your moves, Jeff." And little like fat seven year old Jeff did all my break dancing moves. And then no kidding, later that night I peeked in a room and I saw like two of my cousins imitating me and laughing. And it was one of the most sad moments of my entire life. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. You started a trend. <laughs> I started Aww. a trend. You did. Oh, that's funny. No, no, no. They were making fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're still making fun of you, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, people, people roast you. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. But uh. yeah, breakdancing is hard. Um, which it's it's just spawned a lot of the jello has spawned just so many weird things. Um, I don't know. And I have like a constant, I have jello in my fridge right now. Cause I bought so many packages of jello. I'm just like, I'm just going to make it and have it on hand every once in a while. So, so do you we'll find see if it ends up making an appearance this today? Is the fun letting your audience kind of dictate the road you're going down here? That's the impression I'm getting on how the, you're going about, you know, interacting with your community as you, you let them drive the boat a little bit. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is is that um, I they kind of let me do a lot of what I want to do in EverQuest too, though, because um, I just remember a day I just hopped on and I'm like on EverQuest one, and I'm like, I just don't know these zones very well. We we were in the Plains of Power expansion, and I just went back to the, all the old zones and just started killing like you know real low level mobs just and they were getting mad at me for just going around and just killing tons of animals but like um <clears throat> that was just fun for me exploring those areas and, and learning them a bit more um they kind of i don't know they kind of let me go off the rails but they tweak it in a way too which is that is what is really fun so uh check out anything else there Oh, uh, Soup says, milking myself during the two-neck kill. Hold on, hold on a second here. What's happening? <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't remember. So somehow they got me into my cow costume. I have like a sexy cow costume um, that's very strappy. And then somebody... I can't remember, but I had a rubber. I can't remember how the the turn of events went, but I ended up making udders out of. Um, so I really I don't have regular milk in the house. I only have powdered milk because that's kind of a long story. But I ended up making powdered milk in the glove, and then putting one over each of my boobs, 
and cutting a little hole in the fingers of the gloves and uh, milking those while I was raiding into a glass Hold and on, drinking that. This is what EverQuest needs. You're like the you're exactly whatever. This is perfect. This is pure. <laughs> this is pure entertainment here, everybody. No more arguing about like the ideal way to kill Mata. Let's have some fun here, everybody. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, yeah. It makes it it makes it really a challenge when you have to do these things while also healing uh, everyone. And I just, I mean, that's all like the viewers and their their crazy ideas. So, um, I luckily, think I more- have a lot of like the outfits <laughs> for the ideas they have. I think there's multiple levels of healing going on there. I mean, the, yeah. the, the milking, milking and Aww. drinking while you're, you know, I'm serious. <clears throat> I think that's awesome. I think that you're probably healing people on a multitude of levels if you're willing to, to do that. Uh, like you said, yeah. that, that's awesome. Yeah. And it was great. Cause my old boss came on and said, um, <laughs> you know, you might run for office someday and, and this might be out there. It's all right. More like power to you. Wait, might you? Is it's that okay, Bob. is that one of your goals? <clears throat> no, no, not at all. <laughs> what are your EQ two goals, or don't you play with goals? Are you just uh, seeing where the road takes you? Yeah, I'm just. It's just great. Like everybody in this community is so awesome. Like I've never met such like a nice, as mean as everybody can be to me. It's all good, you know good-natured um and it makes it so much fun like it's such a fun community it just seems like everybody kind of cares about each other and like helps each other through the game and i don't know i just feel like i have all these like new friends to like hang out with and that's that's a big part of it you know um i don't really have any goals other than like let's hang out and see what other weird (laughs) stuff we can get into Nice. So. <laughs> well, I want to encourage everybody out there listening to uh, go check out uh, Rightisma on all the different formats, right? I'm going to put all the links in the show notes because it sounds like there's several out there. We got YouTube channels. We got Instagrams. We got Twitch. We got some TikTok, I heard. So we're going to put it all there. But it sounds like Twitch is number one again. So let's remind everybody of that. You said it's twitch.com and it's r-h-y-t-i-s-m-a correct that's correct yeah awesome my cat is going nuts right now he is all over my everything you know when cats do that when you're trying to game Mm -hmm. yeah he is insane right now yeah mine ripped my headphones out of my ear and i finally figured out how to get my wireless to work (laughs) you cannot harass me anymore it's fantastic um I want to thank uh, your Twitch stream for putting up with us this morning. And uh, everybody, thank you very much for uh, letting us do this and letting us hijack the stream a little bit. Um, Rightisma, thank you so much. Uh, you're, you're, you were, uh, I didn't know what I was getting into, right? We never do quite with these interviews. Like so many of the things you said today made me smile. And I'm, I'm not kidding. Like even when you're talking about art and how you perceive art and like Sean, back me up here, right? Like so many things you said today, right, Tisma? I'm like, I love this person. Like, I just, I love the way you approach life. I love your, like a spark that you have. And I'm just, I'm glad that we got to meet each other today. And I'm really hoping we can do it again sometime. Yes, definitely, definitely. I mean, I I love listening to you guys' podcast too. I mean, the, the Omens of War one was, was a lot of fun, just kind of reliving that. So 
um yeah when you guys hit me up i'm like oh heck yes this is awesome so new friends awesome um and yeah yeah i want to just doing this go ahead sorry very cool no go ahead go ahead I want to say thank you to you taking time out of your day and taking time to spend with us is, is super thankful. We appreciate it. And yeah, I think you're exactly the type of person that this community loves and, and, um, and embraces because it, it, you're right. Like, it seems like the more people that we meet in playing this game, I, I don't know why it tends to attract extremely intelligent, um, extremely diverse group of people. So uh, I'm super grateful for that. And I'm grateful for your time today. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Perfect way to start a 12-hour day. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'll definitely give... It's, it's It was fun to reminisce, so um, all those those funny moments. Yeah. Con consider July uh, 4th, there's going to be an EXP bonus, and so if you need to catch up <laughs> in, uh, in uh, Mischief, we'll, we'll help you out. Maybe I should do that. Maybe we'll do like a... I can take another day off work and do kind of another 12 hour day and see if we can get me past. I think I have just under like, or just over 200 AAs. It'd be nice to get those all up and maybe get my Epic 2.0. I don't know how long that would take, but okay, that would be a lot of fun to do. Give us a date to shoot for if that's going to be a possibility for you and we'll let the community know and we'll do what we can. Okay. That sounds good. We'll have to stay in touch for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sean. Thank you, Rightisma. Thank you, everybody, for listening today and taking time out of your busy day to join us. Thank you again to all of our patrons. If you want to become a patron, uh, go to uh, patreon.com for EverQuest. And with that, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.